to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Well, hello there, everybody from the Southern California desert. That's right. We are on the road and we're, we can actually welcome you to the campfire now instead of being in our office at home. Yep. This is a propane campfire because of some fire permitting limitations, but we brought it. We brought it and we use it. Absolutely. We Here we are tonight. It Calico Ghost Town. Ooh. And uh, it's an old haunt for some of us and uh, new for others. So right. there you go. But before we talk about that, let's, let's talk, talk about ab- what we did for the last few days before we came here to Calico. Absolutely. We attended the FMCA big rally in Indio, California at the fairgrounds down there. Right. So this was a 32nd annual Western Area Rally. And the theme of this rally was at the hop, which was awesome because I actually got to wear my poodle skirt. Yes, she did. And her saddle shoes and all of that. And according to the FMCA folks that were there, there were close to 700 RVs there. It's amazing. I can't believe that many people get together. (laughs) Yeah, it was. And at the rally was all kinds of stuff for RVers. Um, There were workshops, seminars, vendors, demonstrations of stuff. I saw this really cool fire suppression system and we'll put a, we'll put a link to that. Yes. That was a great, great new thing to learn about. Yes. So you can put it in your refrigerator cabinet in the, you know, in the back because RV refrigerators are the single greatest source of fires in RVs, according to these fire people. And this basically just puts it out. It's a passive system, so you don't have to do anything. Kind of before you ever even know it's there. Right. It was super cool. Right. Another thing I really enjoy about these rallies is seeing friendly faces. And everybody, to a person, was just so cordial and friendly and nice. Right. Everyone was. And there are a lot of... Chapters represented, FMCA chapters represented. A lot of the chapters do volunteer things. So this chapter set up the tables and chairs and that chapter provided the donuts and, you know, all those different things. But even if they weren't chapter representatives who were there volunteering, everybody was just so nice and so helpful. Speaking of chapters, there are chapters for specific interests like Monaco coaches or uh, railroads. There's the Golden Spike chapter, which, which we, we joined. Absolutely. A <laughs> uh, tr- bunch of train nuts. There is the frustrated maestros, which are people <laughs> who have varying degree of musical training and or talent. There right? are some very talented people there. And yep. some and not. They, and, they <laughs> and some not. But everyone had a good time, so everyone who cares? Everyone had a good time, and they entertained us every morning and during the ice cream socials, and it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, there were two parades. There was a pet parade, which was just silly, and there was a parade parade. And right, the e- kickoff of the actual rally was a parade that each chapter was able to have a, a parade entry, and most of them decorated their golf carts and yep. put on their poodle skirts and... Danced around through the parade route. Yeah. Speaking of golf carts, they were everywhere. They were. It was um, awesome. Yeah. There were people who brought their own golf carts, but also the FMCA had 
this seemingly limitless supply of golf carts. Now, with 700 rigs, you can imagine that they were spread out all over the Riverside County Fairgrounds. And they were. Uh, Yep. But it was as if I had my own personal golf cart on call. They were just so... Yeah, totally Johnny on the spot with, hey, sir, would you like a ride? Sure. So they had a couple tractors that towed around. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, like a bus Like a bus, like a a trolley tram, tram, tram thing with a bunch of seats in it. And that had a route. And so they just kind of followed that route round and round and round. But then there were also express trams. And... It seemed like you didn't have to wait very long or go very far before you found an express tram that was willing to take you from door to door. Yeah, it was it was really impressive. And as I said, I really also enjoyed some of the seminars that were there. I learned a lot about uh, black tanks again from <laughs> a gentleman who we are going to have on our podcast. Yes. I learned a lot about the RV weights. There was a gentleman who actually brought commercial scales and would weigh your RV. And he said that he's had RVs that are up to 10,000 pounds overweight. Holy cow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So you wonder why tires pop or axles fail. Wow. That could be it. That's a lot overweight. Or another thing is they're 2,000 pounds heavier on one side than the other, which significantly affects handling right so having the ability to have that guy was busier in a long tail cat and room full of rocking chairs <laughs> that having the ability to have your rv weighed was was just well worth the price and it was it was really affordable it was like 60 or 70 bucks or something like that. right and not all the seminars were maintenance driven there we went to one that was um, a woman that talked extensively about the national park system and especially those in Arizona and kind of walked us through all the national parks and national places, you know, preserves and monuments and that sort of thing in Arizona. So really want to spend more time when we go to Arizona this year. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was pretty fascinating. She had some great pictures and books and all kinds of stuff there. So that was good. And there was a gentleman who puts on RV tours of Europe. And that looked pretty neat too. Oh, yeah, they, uh, yeah. That you basically for one price, uh, you get everything: the RV, the linens, some food, uh, and all of that. So that looked like something I would be interested in doing in the future. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, German guy. So there you go. And then, aside from the seminars, there was also a vendor vendor area. I want to say tent, but there was a building, a tent, and some outdoor area. And so, of course, we did some shopping, and we yeah. we uh, had to stop at Camco, naturally. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where we got that little red campfire in Quartzite last year. Right. And then this year, I bought a wrench to help tighten or loosen the Stinky Slinky, or the uh, RV sewer hose. Right. And what a difference that... I mean, it was this simple little device, but... We tried it out when we got here to Calico, and I was like, gosh, that is fantastic. So much easier to get that thing on and off now. Yeah, and you're not really touching the stinky slinky. You're using that nice that plastic tool to do the work for you and get a little leverage. Even better. They also had some really nice entertainment in the evening. Oh, we just, yeah. God, we loved their... We only saw two out of the three Right, we missed the first night. Yeah, I... I was feeling a cold coming on, unfortunately. And I think mine had already come on. <laughs> yeah. The the first performer, and now I don't remember his name, 
But my God, it was basically the, the man that we saw was he was hilarious. Yeah, it was a one man band, and he played drums and kazoo and washboard. Uh, he had worked at Disney for so long. He made the Guinness Book of World Records. Right. He worked in the Horseshoe Review. Yeah. Super entertaining guy. Very, very entertaining. Lots of fun to watch. And I really appreciated the fact that it was all clean, but funny jokes. Right. You also appreciated the fact that he had a really magnificent washboard. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna add some of that stuff. By the way, for those of you who don't know, I play the washboard. And so I'm going to add some of those dingly dongers to my washboard. <laughs> Attachments. Attachments. Dingly dongers. Well, dingly that's, dongers. What, that's the noise they make. They're right. dingly dongers. So, so that was fun. And then the and then on the last night they had the Alley Cats, which was a doo-wop a cappella group for men. Really, they, really amazing. It was I mean the the degree of talent on the stage was was incredible. Both both the shows we saw. Right. I mean it was it was a very affordable event. I think it was two twenty five. I don't want to misstate. Right. But it included basically everything but food and it it was money very well spent. I learned a lot. I had a great time. I saw some ridiculously dressed pets and people. <laughs> um what more can you ask for? Right. It's a great learning experience, but I think even more one of the benefits of any of these organizations like FMCA or Escapees or any of them is to join chapters that reflect your interests. So right. either uh relevant to whatever RV you have or interest, like I said, the Golden Spike is a railroad chapter. You make these incredible friends, which we have already, uh -huh. and then you get to go travel with them, and you're going places. I mean, gosh, these people went, the Golden Spike people went to go see the Golden Spike reenactment at Promontory Point, Utah. Right, and they're so going to Colorado and hit a couple of those uh, narrow-gauge railroads in the mountains this year. Yeah. Yeah, so all kinds of great events, and, and that's just one chapter. I also joined the Frustrated Maestros because you never know when you need one more washboard player. Right. We'll also join some local chapters and go on local tours. So uh, look into these things, and while we were there, I was so happy with our membership and such. I did a little arm twisting, <laughs> and uh, we are going to have a discount for you uh, on our webpage, on our deals and discounts page uh, for an FMCA membership. Right. So you can join FMCA and get a deal. I can't even think where to start to talk about what great things you get with FMCA. And I think the probably the most important one is the FMCA assist. Oh, yeah. that I, I can't forget that. So what that is, is it's basically if you have a medical event, they will get your rig home for you to oversimplify what it is. But right. if you, you know, if something happens to you out on the road, FMCA Assist will get your rig back and it's included in the membership. Yes, that's part of the membership. So it's really, really a, a magnificent part of the membership. And there, that one just blows me away so much that that, that assist program is just automatically included when you become an FMCA member and it's a something that costs significantly more than membership if you try to go out and buy it without being part of FMCA. Right. And then another an option you can add to your membership is this is not the 
sold on FMCA episode, but, <laughs> but we are. But we are. But another option you can add to your membership is a towing service, sort of like Good Sam or AAA, but it's 74 bucks a year. Right. And it's unlimited tows or unlimited... Unlimited mileage on right. towing. Yeah. I mean, we're going to dump our AAA membership and get this. It's It's far better service at a far lower cost. Right. That's an, another thing. So, you know... Look at our website. We probably will not have that deal up until sometime next week because we're finalizing it in Quartzsite, which is our next destination. Just, we will arrive at in a little less than a week. So we will be in Quartzsite in a week and we get to have some really cool camping friends uh, hanging out with us. This is very exciting. I can't yeah. wait to get there. Yeah. it's uh, So we are going to be doing some boondocking, which is what you do in Quartzsite. So we get to boondock with Janine Pettit, the Yay. girl camper, and also Rolling on TV right. are meeting us there. So we're all going to have our campfire fun and be out in the beautiful Arizona desert looking at the stars. Dozens of them. Dozens. <laughs> I didn't even think at that time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's something Peggy says all the time. Look at the stars. Dozens of them. So now you have to go watch the old Dragnet movie and then you'll understand. Yeah, it's a it's a line from there. So that's our, our roundup of the FMCA rally. We are going to also put together a video so you can kind of follow us through the rally with your eyes. Uh, we appreciate your following us with your ears. Right. And now we're going to spend some more time in California desert at the Calico Ghost Town. Ooh. So I found this, and I think this is the, the best way to summarize, is just to, to read what Calico says about themselves. Nearly 127 years ago, the town of Calico was bustling with prospectors searching for its mineral riches. Silver was king here, and the Calico Mining District became one of the richest in the state. Born in March 1881, Calico could boast boomtown status, producing $86 million in silver, $45 million in borax, and a town population of 1,200, with 22 saloons, Chinatown, and a red light district. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Over 500 mines, including the legendary Silver King, Oriental, and Bismarck, were the engines that drove Calico's great wealth between the years of 1881 and 1907. Like most towns of the early West, when the price of silver dropped from $1.31 an ounce to 63 cents, Calico became a ghost of its former self. Today, Calico is one of the few remaining original mining towns of the western United States, thanks to the help of Mr. Walter Knott, founder of Knott's Berry Farm. It was November 1966 when Mr. Knott donated Calico to San Bernardino County. Operating as a county regional park, Calico is alive and well. If you like to camp, the narrow canyons below town offer full hookups and are open 24 hours a day. Off-highway vehicle camping with restrooms and showers is also available. Admission to the town site is included with camping. Six camping cabins and a large bunkhouse for groups complete with bunk beds, heating, and air conditioning are available for extended visits. Calico is open daily all year long except for Christmas Day. Town site hours are 8 a.m. to dusk with shops and attractions open from 9 to 5. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool... So I guess Walter Knott from Knott's Berry Farm really recreated a lot of, I guess the town had really deteriorated. And I think Walter Knott really recreated a lot of the old town. And it's lined, there's a main street that kind of goes up a hill. 
and there's all these cool little shops of stuff made locally and and tchotchkes and and all of yeah. that stuff. Uh, everybody was super friendly. They answered questions and they were, you know, sort of maintained that Wild West theme right. with the outfits. Uh, we rode a little train around kind of the top of Calico. Right. That's the um, the Calico Odessa Railroad. Yeah. Yeah, it had a one-track mind. <laughs> we took the Maggie Mine Tour where we walked through one of the mine shafts. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I mean, when you think about it, they showed, you know, there's sort of like figures, dummies or whatever, that were the miners, and they showed how they would sleep and, and live it, literally in the mine. So it was it was pretty impressive. And so what a hard life. There was the thing, one of the things that really impressed me because I just had to have a root canal, which was just a super joyful experience. <laughs> and there was the dentist's chair with a, like a dummy in the dentist chair and a dummy dentist. Slash barber. Yeah, right? <laughs> you want your hair cut or your teeth drilled? And he actually had a manually operated dental drill, which yeah, was- foot pedal. Yeah, it was a foot pedal. <laughs> But notice no mention of Novocaine. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, so. so one of those automated old miners told me the story about how Calico got named. And I guess, you know, the miners were all trying to come up with a name and nothing could that nobody could agree on anything. And finally, one of the guys said, you know, Calico is so pretty. It's pretty as a woman's Calico skirt. <laughs> Doggies. And they all decided that that was true. And so that's how Calico got its name. And it is pretty. It really is. The The hillsides are kind of multicolored and very beautiful, and that's because of all the different ores and minerals, and it is pretty. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of... Peggy is actually a geologist by training, and so she was really looking at the rocks and drooling. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, there was still silver ore there in the mine that you could see. Right. They said, oh, over there is a million dollars worth of silver, but don't hop out of the train and go get it. It'll cost you... 30 million to get it out of the ore or something like that. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it it's a neat little mining western town. Um what about that postal dog? Oh yeah, that was uh Dorsey the mail dog in 1885 that would run the mail and they hooked up a um uh, backpack, I guess, for it. <laughs> And it would run the mail for them. Yeah, it's it's amazing what they did. It. I mean, you look at how rough life was then, and rough, get it? Uh, um, But how rough life was then, and how good we have it now. I mean, after we left Calico, you know, you get in a modern car with heat and air conditioning, and yeah. drive around. And Peggy has spent a tremendous amount of time in this portion of the desert because. Because I did my both my bachelor's and my master's thesis at Zizek's Desert Study Center, which is uh, located in the Mojave National Preserve and part of BLM land, but also managed by the Cal State University system. And the, it's on the edge of Soda Dry Lake, and it's got some natural springs. And so I did some studies on the surface water and the groundwater at Zizek's for my schooling at Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, and so she figured out where the there's a perpetual spring at Zizek's. Right. That, so I my work was to figure out what the source of that spring was and so it was kind of fun. I got to do a lot of kind of subsurface work and surface work and 
spent a lot of time at Zizek's in my school years. And then we never we never made it to Zizek's this time, but we have a story about it on our website. Yeah. Um, but we did circle around through the desert, and it was it's just so peaceful and tranquil, especially this time of year when it's not hot as blue blazes. Right. But we went to the Kelso train station. Right. After a stop at the Mad Greek in Baker. Oh, of course. I forgot about that. Which was also that. oddly quiet and peaceful. Yeah, usually that <laughs> place is a madhouse. There weren't lines out the door. And so it was a, we had a nice lunch and then we drove down to Kelso Station and took a look there. I think the last time I was through there, it was still closed and they were trying to renovate it. And now that has been done and it's open to the public and beautiful, fascinating yeah train station apparently Kelso was a happening spot in world war ii and this is an, a neat train station for those of you who love trains uh the big boy rolled by there when when it was going north and south and you know from pomona yep. to wyoming and then back again and uh just just uh a fascinating i love train stations and trains and anything to do with trains so yeah and a train went by while we were there that's right <laughs> so from there we went to the sort of original del taco after that yeah the del taco on linwood road in barstow which is the i guess some say the original some say the one in yermo was original but now it's not a del taco anymore so anyway i'm gonna call it the original <laughs> del taco um, and Tim Barnes would fight anybody who changed, who tried to argue that. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of ours who's but from Barstow. We went there and had a little dinner tonight. We had Barstow tacos, which are yep. just tacos, but I don't I they use different spice in the meat or something. Yeah, it's, it's better than normal Del yeah, Taco. Yeah. That was cool. And then came back here and here we are at the Calico a uh, campground town. goes down <laughs> and we have full hookups and we are up I'll, I'll put a picture as the main picture for the for the podcast yeah but the, it's, the campground is great because you have an option you can go to to sites that have no hookups but we happen to be a site that has full hookups there's a bathroom building right down the road from us but you know we don't really need it because we've got full hookups but it's really nice. And then if you are camping here, the entrance to the park is included in your camp fees. Yeah, it was 40 bucks a night. So I don't think that's bad for full Not at all. hookups. Yeah. Well, so that's what we've been up to. Next time we talk to you, we will be coming at you from Quartzsite, California. Or, whoops. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Next time we talk to you, we'll be coming to you from Quartzsite, Arizona. Absolutely. I have one more little thing that happened to me while I was here on the road. Tell us. I am a very, very careful person with passwords and credit card numbers and all of that stuff. And I happened to be at a campsite on the way down here that had free Wi-Fi and it was darn good Wi-Fi. And I had a, my, I just switched banks. And so I needed to update the credit card I used for my Adobe Photoshop subscription. And so I logged off the campground website, logged into my own secure hotspot and, uh, you know, re-entered my credit card information into the Adobe site. Well, without really noticing, I had logged back onto the campground website. Well, that afternoon, someone used my card number at Target. Yeah. So fortunately, the credit card company caught it. 
Let us know right away. Yeah, we were I able got to a, fix it. I got a text. They fixed it. But the stinky thing about that is, yes, they're going to mail me a new credit card. Right. Which means we won't get it until we get home. Right. So anyway, be very careful with all of that information. Don't use a debit card when you're on the road. And um, don't use free Wi-Fi to enter credit card numbers. Right. Yeah. And that was, it's something I'm very cognizant of. And I just immediately it's so trippy i mean i looked and i'm like oh, i haven't been to target and 212 bucks yeah so so be careful with all that stuff if you want a lot of information about credit security and credit information all of that uh there's a website clark.com and i really clark howard is a radio show host and podcaster and i admire the heck out of him yeah. he really has good information on this if you're looking to learn more there you go. Be careful out there, everybody, because we want you all to be a happy camper, not, right. a, not a broke camper. And then we want you to do one more thing. Every time you talk to someone this winter, wash your hands. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. Tony and I have both ended up with colds, probably from being around so many people during the rally. And so we're both a little drugged up right now <laughs> yeah legal drugs of course <laughs> lots of claritin and cough drops and cough syrup and yeah but you know stay safe stay clean stay well stay healthy yeah and then uh, if you have some questions you'd like to ask us or you have something you'd like to add or any of that you can always visit stresslesscamping.com and there's a contact us form there. Of course, our deals and discounts, our RV show calendar, because there's still tons of RV shows. Yes. Um, links to our Facebook group where you can talk with the hundreds of other people that are there right now and, and all of that. So uh, that's kind of our home base, whether we're here or away, especially the deals and discounts. Those pages are really popular. And as soon as I finalize the deal with FMCA, I'll post we'll it there. get that one up there. Probably by next week, we'll let you know that it's there. Yep. Absolutely. So, well, everybody, stay safe. If you're in Quartzite, we're going to have a booth there. So come on Come and by. see us. We should be there the first few days of Quartzite right outside the big tent. And probably Janine will be there with us. And, and who knows who all else. I've invited a lot of people to come share the space That's with right. us. So. And with that said, hopefully you're out there enjoying some happy camping. So stay safe and happy, happy camping. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. But don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app. And visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.